California Dreamin'. And uh, I, I don't know how to segue from, from California Dreamin' to uh, Representative Kurt, uh, Christy Purcell, but I'll, I'll think of something while, uh, while, while Lisa says something pithy. Oh, oh, I okay. Hi. <laughs> no pressure. Welcome. Thank you. We're happy to have you. Hi. It's a little dream to be in this nice, cozy studio this well, it's, morning. It's, it's really... nice and warm in here. Mm-hmm. It's or all... even a little too warm. Oh, sometimes. it's... Uh, yeah, <laughs> We've been in here for a while. It, well, it gets... <laughs> it, it, the HVAC system in this building um, is, is legendarily awful. <laughs> So it, well, it feels very cozy in this cold uh, I'm, morning. I'm I'm glad you think so. <laughs> Welcome, Representative Christy Purcell. You uh you had yourself a late night last night, didn't you? Sure did. Yeah. Uh, we adjourned just before midnight last night, and then you know the 42 mile drive from the Capitol to my driveway. Right. Uh, the the roads were actually. Um, I was worried about black ice or something. The roads were actually fine, but you know, I I, I know that ser- sometimes people uh, in in your position will uh, find ways to 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 stay in St. Paul during the week. That's really kind of not an option for you, though, is it? Well, luckily, my my in laws who are enjoying a month in Florida right oh. now. Yeah, everyone's um, doing this right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> February is the month to do it. Yeah. Um. They. Uh, they're mostly in Lanesboro, but they have an apartment in St. Paul. So, I love Lanesboro. Um, they're pretty much never there on a Tuesday night. Oh. So I stay there Tuesday nights because Wednesday is the only day where I have 830 committee. Okay. Otherwise, um, I get to walk my kids to school like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do after this uh, oh, right. interview. Walk okay. my dog, walk my kids to school, and then I come home and do the drive. So... Um, that's really nice because I don't know sometimes what time I'll get home, so it's great to have that morning. What yeah. what what? Okay, so you have a, you have one morning where you're at committee, at eight, but what time are you generally in session then? Uh, well, ten thirty is when all my other committees start. Okay. So on uh, Tuesday and Thursday, because I don't have any committees on Monday, but I got appointed to the Clean Water Council, so once a month, that's a nine a.m. on a Monday morning. I heard about this. Yes, I was getting. Random texts from people in my life, from the clean water world, from my previous life, just uh, like three word texts, like clean water council, exclamation point. So <laughs> there was a, a some sort of something that went out into the universe. So <laughs> I haven't been to a meeting in that capacity yet, but um, in two Mondays will be. Now, now you are, you are um, an ex officio uh, uh, member of that, that council, is that right? So it's non-voting, right. but it is an appointed position, so the Speaker of the House appoints two uh, representatives, right. so one from each side of the right. aisle, and then similarly from the Senate, although I'm not sure those appointments have been made um, from the Senate chamber. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. We're kind of two different universes. You, I mean, you really seem to be. It's silly we're in the same building a bunch of the time i have no idea what they're doing i have to like check the news to see what is what they're up to wow yeah yeah Yeah. i i actually i have uh contact with uh the the press our press office in the house of representatives and have asked uh my contacts up there if they have who who is your counterpart in the Senate? They don't even know that. Like the two sides of the building do not talk to each Their other very often. The structure is so different. So there's not like the person. There's not. I think they have a decentralized media versus we have a more centralized. And then I'm sure something else. It could be vice versa. But. Uh, I'm gonna. This is not a conversation for the radio. But have you had a chance to uh, meet a guy named Mike Cook? Up in the uh, at the he 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 runs basically runs the press office for the I meet a House lot of, of 
people. And I've, <laughs> I've I been bet. terrible at remembering names. I'm better when I see their faces right. again and then I go, ooh, remind me. And then they say, Mike Cook from media. And yeah. then I go, oh, yeah. okay. Mike Cook's an old buddy of mine. Actually, we, we used to work together at the, uh, with the Minnesota Twins. And, and, and I, I reconnected with him when I got this job and started getting emails from him in the House of Representatives. Like, oh, oh nice. hey. Yeah. Okay. I'll keep, I'll see if I can keep that in my brain. He's a, not. he's a very good guy, a very smart man. So, so he, he's a fun guy to talk to. I like to. being surrounded by. All right. All right. So now, Smart okay, people. your four committees, if I got this right, you're the vice chair of the Ag Committee. Got it. You are on the Environmental Finance and Policy. It's I just say the Environment Committee. Okay, Environment Committee. Are you on the Education Finance and Policy Correct. Committee? So you had a pretty interesting hearing this week, didn't you? Yesterday, um, well, and, then, and to round it out, elections. Is elections, the that's yes. the other one. Thank you. Um, so yesterday, we heard the cannabis bill in education finance, mm-hmm. and I thought that was the least interesting of the two bills that we heard. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Um, so the cannabis bill is quite wide-ranging, so we just looked at three provisions that um, sort of have to do with this purview. So one of them, ooh, I'm not going to remember all three. One of them uh, was about a, a health education curriculum and, and sort of getting that updated if okay. cannabis were to become a legal drug mm-hmm. versus an illegal drug. Um, uh, there was something about prevention. And so it's like very, very, very narrow. So it's this huge bill. I've seen it now once in ag and then once in Oh, you did see it in finance. ag too. Yep. Okay. Yep. And that's a little more where I was, my ears are pricking up like... Are my farmer friends going to be able to have access to growing this, um, you know, potentially cash crop and how will that work? So I've, I've been in conversations with the bill author, uh, Representative Zach Stevenson from Coon Rapids. Um, and the clip that I, I heard on this very station not that long ago, <laughs> um, the question that Representative Nathan West asked um, happened in Ed Finance. So oh, it it's now been through, I think... I can't remember what nine committees and it has to go through 14 in the house. Okay. Similarly right. going through pretty much all the committees on the Senate right. side. So I'm not sure I will. S- well, Oh no, I guess this was the third one. Cause I, we did hear it in environment also. So okay. I don't imagine it will go through the elections committee. So I think I'm done with that bill. <laughs> and then after that, uh, we had a great discussion around that. Then we listened to, um, a bill presentation, uh, by my colleague, Representative Hodan Hassan, who is the chief author of a Teachers of Color bill, mm-hmm. and um, heard really moving testimony from school districts from across the state about, you know, well, 3% of our teaching staff are teachers of color, but 45% of our students um, are students of color. And just that incredible disparity. We know that Minnesota has one of the worst um, gaps in that way. Our system works really well for white students and really fails a lot of our students of color. And so this is sort of one tool in the toolbox to try to address that. Um, And then there's a grant program that the Department of Education has, and all of these school districts who were very passionate and worthy talked about how they applied, and they got, you know, like 98% or 95% on the scoring criteria and didn't get the funding. And there's just an incredible need. We know that our um, achievement gap in Minnesota is wide. Yes. So um, that was just really inspiring and, and moving to hear from school districts from across the state who are like, we need this. <laughs> right, right. Um, 
But last night, then you were up until you, you were there. What was the bill you guys were working on last night? Then it was um, last night was the earned sick and safe time. Right. So we got a little bit of a preview too for some of the things we'll be hearing about um, the paid family medical leave. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Is that? I, I, I've been out of the loop for. Uh, I know. Uh, Good for you. Get out, of, <laughs> get out of the state. Go on vacation. But I, I, I feel like I've completely like lost. I, I, I had, I had it all down. What was going on up yeah, at least in the house? Okay. Um, that's why I'm here. Yeah. Right. By the way, I'm just going to take a second. Shout out to Senator Bill Liskey. If you'd ever like to come on this station and talk to us about what's going on with the Senate, we would love to have you on the KYMN Morning Show. He reached out to me this week. I Is think that right? We might each um, be the chief author of a bill in each of the chambers for uh, looking at a. a Change to uh, Highway 19. So he is oh, really? in Lonsdale. I'm in Northfield. I thought that was very... Uh, That's fantastic. Very symbolic. You know, it's the road that connects our two communities yeah. within our district. So, Absolutely. Um, so I'm hoping to get a meeting with him. Well, good. That yeah. I, I, I hope that goes well. Yeah. I, I, we love to see the bipartisan work. I That's mean, it's right. always good to see. And I know you're you're really into the whole working across the aisle thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I spent... Um, a while last night on the floor trying to get co-authors for an education finance bill and an ag bill. Um, so that's sort of the best time to do it when we're in floor session yeah. because then we're mostly sitting at our desks and then I get to corner people and say, <laughs> hey, I think you might want to be on this bill. Can, can, can you yeah. tell us a little bit about uh, the bills you you personally are working on? What, sure. what you got going on? So this week I did have my first two bill presentations. Yeah, so sure. I had to go up to the the testifier's table. I guess I'm not sure what it's called. I, I know that's not what it's called. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I uh, like that, though. Yeah. Just name it whatever you want. Yeah, we'll just call it, you know, that, <laughs> that's what it is. that other desk. <laughs> um, so the very first bill I presented is very near and dear to my heart. So it was in the Ag Committee. It was the first, uh, oh, I guess the second bill that I dropped. Um, and it, uh, very bipartisan, and um, it's to re- allocate some funds for this uh, grant program that the Department of Ag had for a very long time, and uh, money was taken out about 20 years ago Mm -hmm. to provide financial grants to uh, ag co-ops to get started. So um, I had three different testifiers talking about how this helped um, when they were trying to start a co-op, and um, yeah, I just think that is such a great tool. $50,000 $50,000 right now, the way the legislation is written is the max, which isn't a ton. Um, when I was at Clean River Partners, we were helping um, the Perennial Promise Growers Cooperative, which is the first perennial ag co-op, we think, in the world that was started. But these are farmers who are growing Kernza to try to have more control on the, the price and the quantity mm-hmm. and marketing. So to see that process start up very recently... Um, it's it kind of an incredible amount of money <laughs> and just coordination between all these different entities, all these families and their farms. So we had um, one of our Perennial Promise uh, co-op members testify, Ann Schwagel. She was great. Um, and then someone from the Shared Ground Farmers Co-op, which focuses on Latino farmers. Um, and the Farmers Union also testify in support of this. So... Um, there's a larger pool of money available at the federal level from the USDA. So this grant actually kind of helps jumpstart the work needed to access those funds. So, um, and just an aside note, I know this was on social media a little bit that, uh, it used to be tradition when you present your first bill, you bring treats. Oh, and I decided, well, we're in ag committee and I, I like to 
bake. Mm-hmm. So I made some homemade ginger molasses cookies with molasses from sorghum that we grew on our farm. Wow. And I was like, if any committee is going to appreciate this, it's going to be the egg committee. Um, Did you bring any cookies today? I did not. Oh, oh. I, th- I know. Thank you, Representative Purcell. I, I, I have not had time to bake since Sunday night, I will tell you. Um, but anyway, I, that was just a fun. That's great. Um, sharing with all the staff and the testifiers and. Of course, the representatives, yeah. regardless of parties, right. and everybody yeah. likes treats. Exactly. Who, doesn't, who, doesn't, who doesn't like treats? At 1 p.m., you get the after lunch slump, and then yep. you get a little sugar. That's nice, which is exa- exactly what you need. Yeah. Right, right. What else are you working on? Well, let's see. Um, we, uh, on Monday, which seems like that wasn't just still this week, right. um, on the House floor, we uh, passed support for child care providers. So it's actually sort of a shorter term um, relief to make sure that those centers stay open as they've lost sort of the some COVID support for that. Um, we also pa- passed off the House floor, sort of didn't get as much attention, but two, two smaller bills that enhance labor trafficking laws. Um, in the... Uh, I, I was hearing, actually, this afternoon I have a meeting with the city administrator, who I heard on your news break, um, to talk about the Milltown's Trail proposal within the bonding. So that was released this week. Chair Fu Lee, who is a Carleton grad, right. uh, who chairs that committee, um, he uh, included this, you know, our little section of the Milltown's Trail in the bonding proposal. That's a whole different process. You have three-fifths majority, and um, I'm not completely clear on how that process works, but I was pleased that um, Northfield's project could be included in there. Um, we also passed, I think, last week, the Lawns to Legumes program off the House floor and right. getting some funding for that. Hey, Anna, hey uh, oh, it's, sorry. I was going to say, I can't hear your mic anymore, but that's because I accidentally pulled my headphones out of my okay, drink. Okay. I'm sorry for interrupting you. Well, I, that's fine. Okay. I'm, um, and then uh, hearing about just... Uh, some bills that will be coming up. So in the Environment Committee, we had another emotional day of testimony from, um, uh, <clears throat> I guess Amara's in her 20s now, but she was diagnosed as a teenager with a really rare form of liver cancer and linked to PFAS and PFOS. So these are um, forever chemicals basically coming from 3M and um, improper discharge of those products and she talked about it at her high school actually there are two testifiers from the same high school in the east metro who um talked about how you know there's the jocks and there's the you know these different like groups of kids in high school and at their high school they have the cancer kids there's just wow. so oh many gosh wow. students who they themselves have just like wild cancers they're totally unheard of and um linked to these forever chemicals so we heard another um she came to testify actually i think she's in hospice care and she said i would really like to come back um let's do it sooner rather than later and her she and her father testified and it was very very powerful to talk about trying to regulate these forever chemicals that then go into the water and um yeah, that it's uh, that's real. Yeah, <laughs> so, you, you are you are wow. you're seeing some stuff already in the House of Representatives, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, luckily, the other day in the uh, Environment Committee, um, the Minnesota Zoo came oh. to 
to petition for some money, and they brought a chuckwalla, which is a naturalist. I did not know about this lizard. It's because it lives in the southwest <laughs> United States. And a uh, chinchilla. Oh, so that okay. was like whew, a nice little balance. Nice. Uh, one day of environment and then to the other. Wow. Yeah. So um, You're going to give the zoo some money? I'm sure we will. Good. Uh, Representative Robert Bierman, who is uh, who is known in town here, um, he's, yes. the, he's the chief author of the bill because that's Fantastic. in his new district now. In awesome. Awesome. Representative Christy Purcell, is there anything else you would like to mention this week? Um, there is legislation. So I was, I was hearing Chief Elliott talk about the catalytic converter theft, which yeah. we're, we've seen in the Twin Cities for some time and now, you know, is is penetrating to other communities. I think we're going to be hearing that bill as a standalone on the House floor soon. Okay. Um, about an increased penalty and, um, you know, sort of that possession. So, As one of your constituents, I would like to uh, implore you to support that, uh, that, that bill. I may already be a co-author, but I am supportive. Outstanding. Indeed. Outstanding. Yeah. Because it cost me $3,000 to get my catalytic <gasps> oh, I know. Converter, yeah, You replaced. had yours... It was yours? I'm the KYM employee. You're the KYM. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we have several friends with Priuses in Northfield. Yes. Who there was a, a, a yes. rash over the summer. Um, so as a uh, early 2000s Prius owner myself, mm -hmm. uh, just thinking about parking in the garage some more. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I it's mean, a, it's not it's a just whole that thing. car, but. Right. Yeah. All right. So, Representative Christy Purcell. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks it's for, good to see you. Yes. You I know too, everybody Lisa. on the radio can't see you, but yeah. I haven't seen you. I'm for a so long glad time, other so people glad. can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad this is just an audio medium. But um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll do this again next week. That sounds great to me. Okay.